The following actual play recording is rated E for edgy and contains discussions of violence, sexual themes, potentially discriminatory language, occultism, blasphemy, and the Australian accent. Please be advised. You are the monster. You are performing the ritual. You are upsetting the status quo. So today we will be continuing on the uh, third session of this mini campaign. We have lost Top Hat, who was playing Tamir Fidel, due to due to what? Okay, we lost the real life person because the dude said that he didn't enjoy on armies, and he said, "Don't subject yourself to something you hate." We are nothing if not transparent here at thirty-three point three FM. The, the in-character explanation is that. The dude really wasn't comfortable participating in our efforts to allow someone to permanently possess another person just to get revenge for a cult thing that, frankly, his character really had no interest in one way or another. Yeah, well, I guess now we know that Dr. Fidel didn't really care about Friend in the Fridge. Since he was such a uh, scientifically minded character that the experience of, like, Realizing where he was as he played the theremin while David threw bowling balls around upstairs and they played with a Ouija board, it might have just clicked that this wasn't his bag. This is nonsense. Clearly, that guy was a bullshit artist. Anyway, so Adrian Labarge, you have been receiving strange emails from someone known as Spider, who is demanding to know where you got it. So Adrian Labarge, what say you? Yeah, I'll just type up a reply. Because if I remember correctly, this asshole sent me like three emails within like a span of five minutes. Uh, yes. Okay, so uh, type up the reply. Uh, say, first of all, hello, Spider. I don't know what office it is you ever worked in, but generally sending three or four emails to someone while they're offline and being upset and don't respond isn't super productive. I found this footage while investigating a local sex cult and I'd be happy to share the whole thing with you. However, you've demonstrated that electronic communications are not a secure media. Perhaps we might need to arrange some other method by which I get you a copy. You minutes you receive a reply spider says that particular film is considered by my group to be of important religious significance if it is in the hands of a sect it is not ours and we have interest in finding out how they got access is this the only film that they have access to? I'd just say, yeah, they've got another one. Um, they could have an unknown number more, but not on digital media. Do they have a videotape? Judging by the fucking scan lines and the recording artifacts, I'd say probably. We need that videotape. We cannot spare resources to go to upstate New York. 
but if you can recover it for us, we will be grateful. I'm actually totally fine doing that for you. There's just a little something that I need help with in return. And I think we could, I could probably do both at the same time. What is it? Okay, so get this. I'm trying to embody my friend's disembodied mind, who was murdered by the cult, in the body of their top lieutenant. So I get that done. Without the cult figuring it out, we've got a straight shot to stealing your special videotape for you. They don't know that suddenly their number two is being piloted by someone else. So stealing the thing couldn't be easier if I could get this done. Now, you seem to be like someone who's just rolling around in a big pile of secret arcane knowledge. So maybe you see your way to helping me make that happen so I can get you your thing. I will make arrangements to have something sent to you. It won't be immediate. I've accessed your phone so I'll know where you are. I can have it delivered. Yeah, that's fine. All right, Spider will not reply. So, what is your next move? We had two other things that we wanted to do. We wanted to know who Chicago Daphne Lee was, and we wanted to know how to possess Yvonne with the ghost of Sorcy Shioban. Did Spider give us a time frame when we're getting our special delivery? I mean, it's probably got to, like, wait for the DNS to resolve, then wait for it to ship, and then it goes to the, to the distribution center... He's probably just sending it through, like, UPS. Right. Well, I guess we have to work out a plan for getting ins with this cult. I think it's going to be pretty easy. I am in a position where I can go to go to Vaughn and say, hey, I found that I can't get off unless I'm taking part in a cult ritual. Just make the invitation, set it up, whatever, make it seem like it's a, like it's a cult sex thing. And then, bam, just squirt my best friend's mind into her body when she's got her guard down. Okay, yeah, that's a great plan. Yeah, I don't really know what we need to do before that then because we don't know what this possession is going to look like, right? You know what might be some, some great background knowledge for us to have while all this shit's going down? There was like five other things going on in the secret underworld of this town based on the stuff that was on the special tapes that we got from the computer. And there was also just a bunch of other shit happening in the background, like Animal Control Guy and the rivalry between the fag hag and the captain. Maybe now is the perfect time to dig into some of that while we wait for the package to arrive. Yes. In fact, I've completely forgot that I'm supposed to be rescuing Gigi Allen. We should do that. Do we have any idea how to contact the captain? I mean, he you know where he works. Let's go um, pay a visit to the captain. We'll take my vehicle. Uh, are you driving? Yes. Give me a pursuit check. Not because you're being chased or chasing anyone, but because it's the skill that is used for driving. Okay. That is a failure. All right. As you're driving over there... You are thinking about the events that have happened and maybe you're not paying complete attention to the road. You feel like you accidentally cut someone off. Just an ordinary sedan. But it starts revving its engines and like chasing after you. 
and he pulls up beside your vehicle. The guy is just screaming, asking who the fuck taught you to drive, including all these like racial slurs that don't actually make any sense in context. Well, what you notice first is that next to this guy who's just screaming at David, sitting on the passenger front seat is a cat, which is just calmly cleaning itself. Is it any old cat or does it look like Chester? It is not Chester, but roll me cat person. All right, 45 out of 67. You recognize this cat from the graveyard. It's not Chester, but it's, it's Chester affiliated. Hmm, okay. I might have to go ask him about what's going on. And, and I'm sure he'll give me very detailed information. Are you able to, to talk to him over this screaming guy? I was just going to like wave to the, to the other seat and softly meow, I guess, try to get the cat's attention. I'm basing this on your previous role. You have a feeling that, yes, you were right before. It is not the cat Chester, the cat that you associate with Chester. But there's something Chesterly about this cat. There's a Chester vibe you're getting from the way it looks at you. And the cat is going to make eye contact with you and then just slowly close one of its eyes and open it again and then point its head towards where the city center is. Hmm. I am going to nod my head towards the city center. I read that cats really like when you do like the long, slow yawn, that that indicates friendliness. I'm going to try and do that in an as questioning a manner as I can. Like try to, <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to communicate a question of, is, it, is the city center safe to this cat? Whatever answer you would have got, from a cat with that detailed question. Your more initial problem is that the guy with the road ray screaming at you notices your yawn and focuses attention on you being like, am I boring you, motherfucker? I mean, yeah, that's why I'm falling asleep. That's why I'm way more interested in your cat than in you. This guy is going to try to ram the side of your vehicle. Holy shit. He's, <laughs> he's using like the pit maneuver. Yeah, when he when he does that, I'll try to get the fuck away from him while exclaiming, Great line, Sean. Do I need to roll pursuit or something to evade this dude? Yes. I'm gonna roll for him and you roll for you. Oh. Uh oh. He failed and you failed. Uh, you failed worse. So he doesn't pull off his full whip, but he kind of gets in your way. This is a chance for anyone else to try to resolve the situation or like calm it down before he tries again. But right now, you guys are both just like swerving around on this road kind of ridiculously, and the guy's still screaming. So I've got an ability called Completely Appropriate Stutter Response that allows me to make people feel guilty when they try to harm me. So instead of trying to like shout anything, I'm just in the back of the car making like a very exaggerated I'm afraid that I'm that I'm gonna die in a car crash face. Okay. So I get rolled a D one hundred versus that, I guess. Yeah. That's a pass. He glances at you and sees your exaggerated emotional reaction with all the skill of a con artist, and he immediately looks like he's feeling guilty about what he's just done. 
he sort of shakes his head and goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry. I should have, okay, I, I'm sorry for that. I don't know what came over me. I'm just under a lot of stress. And he sort of like starts slowing down to let you pass him. Have a good day. So uh, as we leave, I'm going to ask the rest of the group. So he was like toxoplasmized by the cat and it was controlling him? That's what it looks like. Does the cat not understand that there's easier ways to get our attention than convincing a guy to ram us with the car? What kind of message was that anyway? He just sent us to the city center? What does that mean? Yeah, was it just a really awkward assassination attempt? <laughs> I mean, best I can think of is it's a warning. It's a warning us not to go to the city center because it's the cat was drawing my attention there and then the guy flipped out and attacked us. The guy was already flipping out. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how much of that guy's fl- freaking out was like the cat's influence or just him being a very angry person already. I'm going to go with the assumption that the whole thing was orchestrated by the cat because who else? Who the fuck just has a cat jumping around in their car? Especially one of Chester's cats. Yeah, you don't just transport a cat in a car. You put it in like a carrier or something. It wasn't specific. It just like looked towards the city center. Is the city center? That's the opposite of where we're going, right? Because we're going to the outskirts of town. You, you're a, now a choice where you would take a, make a turn off to go towards where the get and head bar is, or you turn it into town. Okay. So do we want to do we want to deal with GG Allen, or do we want to do what the cat tells us? I'm somewhat intrigued by this whole situation. I'm willing to take a detour. I mean, I've been putting off. GG for a couple of days anyway. I'm sure he can fend for himself for an hour longer. I really don't know that he can, but I'll take your word for it. He's a tough guy. He's been through a lot, and before my time as well. I think he's got the palsy. <laughs> do, do, yeah. All right. Yeah, let, let's go into town and see what's going on. Now, as you are driving into town, you've started to notice there's like a sort of simmering level of small disturbance going on in a lot of places. You can see a couple having a full-on row on the street with the front door wide open and a four-year-old child crying in the background while a cat rubs against their legs. As you approach town, you see that there are some police cars. They seem to be setting up some kind of drunk driving checkpoint. So, so what? What are the the cats like making a move? Yeah, the cats are trying to start a riot, and the police are trying to prevent it. But why? What's the motive? And why would the cats guide us here? Unless they want us to get caught in it, which is just again mean. raises the question raises the question of motive. Yeah, what did we ever do? You guys palled around with one of their apostates, maybe? You don't leave the family. Now, as you pass the cruiser parked against the side of the road, you hear, Sean, what is unmistakably the sound of a human being screaming in a way that seems to be reminiscent of the yowling of a cat in heat through the window of the police cruiser. As you glance over, you see that there is a young man who looks kind of familiar in the back seat. How familiar does this man look? You think you've seen him before, recently. Adrian will recognize the person in the back seat as Brock, one of the members of the Creed of Come. Adrian recognizes his picture from the yearbook. 
Okay, recognize him, and he's in the back of the vehicle. He's upset. He's acting like a cat. Are there any cops around this cruiser? There are, but the cops' attention is kind of divided at the moment. There is enough like low-level disturbance going on, like not a riot, but just a weird simmering tension and small arguments erupting everywhere. Well, do we stay or do we go? Because I have a feeling this is about to go bad. Do we think we could learn anything from this guy if he's not completely like brain-addled? Yeah, if we, if we get a, a handle on him, we, we could learn something, but we could also blow our cover. As it stands, we've already got Adrian as a pretty good in to the cult. If they find out that we're, we're roughing up people and interrogating people, oh, we're going to be in a worse setting than before. My motivation is it's more fun to escape by the skin of your teeth. Yeah, I'm going to get out and I'm going to go up to the police car. All right, I'm going All right, I'll keep our car ready nearby. Brock recognizes you as you're walking up. A combination of different emotions goes across his face. Many of the members of the Creed of Come were disappointed that you left. So he sort of like got that mixture of disappointment and anger, but also desperate pleading. In between his yowls, he says, Adrian, you got to get me out of here. What's going on, Brock? He continues to yowl, but he's sort of weeping a little bit as he does so. And he says, they kicked me out. They said I was, they said that I was infected. Okay. What's happening is that he's been infected with toxoplasmosis and he's no longer allowed to be part of the Coomers. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I'm going to look around. Is there, I assume there's a police officer nearby? There is a police officer. He is half paying attention to an angry store owner and like he keeps glancing over to you but you haven't done anything yet he, he might just say something like please keep away from the vehicle ma'am all right and i'm gonna say to brock okay don't worry i'm gonna get you out of this not because i have any intention of doing so but just so that he doesn't yell and draw attention to me when i leave Jeez, that doesn't really explain like what the hell's going on here it seems like the, the cats are trying to infect as many people as possible, create a critical mass, but the animal... I assume, I assume it's to deal with the animal control guy who's, tr who's trying to roll them up, but I don't know. I'll, I'll ask just a random passerby if they've seen the, uh, the van around. I'll ask the cop. Okay. You can do a status check or a connect check or something else that makes sense. I think I have connect at max. Yeah, I'll use connect. That's a pass. So how are you phrasing this? Uh, excuse me, officer. Have you seen a white van? I'll get a license plate number because I would have it memorized. I'm supposed to be picking up a delivery, but he just said it was in this neighborhood. You mean the white van with spay written on the side? Yeah, that's the one. And that vehicle has been connected with a foreign national. We are canvassing for that individual at the moment. I'm going to need you to tell me any information you know about that. What kind of delivery? Uh, he's a super officious animal control officer, and he said it was something to do with, like, with cats. I don't know. I just picked it up through TaskRabbit. Well, he's not licensed. He's to practice animal control here. Okay, so he's just a guy? As far as we can tell, he, yeah, he seems to be some kind of Canadian who came down here and is pretending to be animal control. Do you have the contact information? Like I said, I just, I got on the task but I can give you the number, but I don't think it'll work if he's, if he's fucking, if he's trying to evade a police dragnet, that probably explains why I wasn't able to find him. I'll give him, I'll give him like a number of a burner that I've discarded a long time ago. 
This is a full little set of lies and things. So I'm thinking you should probably do a con artist check, like misrepresent yourself to this cop. That's a pass. So you're giving him false information, answering his questions in a plausible way. And he says, thank you for this, ma'am. This might be very helpful for us in our investigation. So he's going to glance towards the cruiser and glance at you and say, um, do you know that man? Yeah, we used to do lacrosse together. Or I put quotation marks around do lacrosse. What, what, why is he in the cop car? What happened? I thought he was drunk or high or something, but he was just freaking out in the middle of the city. No, he has something called toxoplasmosis, and it's affecting his judgment. You get it from piss. Talk, you mean the cat thing? I've never seen cat toxoplasmosis through this. No, I'm 100% sure that it does because it's like it like causes you to get in car crashes and stuff. I'm so I'm told. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Anyways, he, what, he what was, was he doing? He was running around the middle of town yowling like a fucking cat so that tracks and he had this massive erection wait but did he have his pants off or did you just notice that he had a huge dick he had his pants on and well, yes people noticed the public i don't feel noticed. like that you know what i'm not going to debate whether it's sufficient grounds to arrest someone for just having a magnum dong because it is it is not sufficient to arrest someone for having a magnum dong ma'am because there are people in this world with magnum dongs who i think should be in prison but not necessarily for that reason alone Listen, ma'am, if having a magnum dong was a crime, I would be on death row. So I do like the finger guns at him. <laughs> that's not the reason we arrested him. I really appreciate how many times we've got this law enforcement officer to say magnum dong. It feels like I've kind of milked this man for all the information I can get out of him. Hey, yo. I milked him for all his information. I also got a big handful of his prostate. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to do to investigate the situation? Because I don't feel like we've discovered jack shit about what's happening here. Um, I have an idea. Like I, I'm putting two things together, I feel like. So on the first day when we saw all the cats in the cemetery, I got the sense from Chester that something big was about to go down. And so I'm wondering if Chester is even still in charge of the cats or if this is some kind of coup and that's why they're trying to infect more people with toxoplasmosis. Can we just ask a cat? Is that something we can do? Do the cats talk? Do they actually talk? They do not actually talk. They are just we just have to kind of get the vibe off of them. Hmm. I don't know how we can verify that. Because we've seen cats on the street here. But I don't know if we should actually go up and talk to them. I mean we could. We could just go up to one and ask we could ask about Chester and see like how they react in body language. Yeah, well let's let's do it. We're here. Let, let's go talk to one of the cats on the street. All right, so Sean, you're going to approach one of the cats, and there are many cats just sort of hanging around here. So how are you going to present yourself to the feline? I'm just going to sit down near one, not really looking or paying too much attention to it and letting it come to me. A tabby cat slowly saunters over to you, starts rubbing against your leg, and you can hear a slow rumbling purr. All right, I'm going to rub the back of its neck with my fingers slowly. I'm going to ask, do you know where Chester is? How's Chester? The cat like enjoys the next scratch, and then as you ask the question, slowly turns its head towards you and blinks slowly. You know who Chester is, right? Slow blink. If I wanted to find him, where would I go? The cat looks away from you and it looks for a moment like it's lost interest but then 
another cat is coming across the road towards you, holding something in its mouth. Okay, I will keep scratching this cat's neck. I will just watch the other cat as it approaches. The cat slowly makes its way and sits down in front of you. It's one of those hairless fucking Egyptian cats. And it sits down in front of you and you can see it's got some kind of figurine in its mouth. It drops the figurine onto the pavement. It is a chewed up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figurine. It's going to look at you significantly and then it's going to start just like slapping the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figurine with its paws. Claws out, slapping this thing. It's the boogie spirit. They made a move. Then the cat leans forward, bites the figurine's head, and then shakes its head rapidly. It tosses the figurine aside, and it sort of rolls down the pavement. And then both cats look at you, look at the figurine, and leave. Very menacing. Very menacing, very ominous. Also, I appreciate that these cats are very are able to be very expressive considering difficulties of interspecies communication. Well, you would know, right? You were uh, a member, right? I was for a little while, but once that like, once you don't have the bug in you, that psychic link is broken. Right. I see. I didn't realize that was a psychic situation at all. I mean, I don't really know how else to describe it. It's just like, there's a lot more intuiting what they want now, I guess. You don't just really know anymore. Right. I see. Meow. Meow. That's good, Adrian. You should, you should try that next time. I really shouldn't, but thank you. What do we want to do now? Uh, I mean, I don't have it really an interest in this cat uh, spirit fight. Yeah, I don't know why they'd send us here thinking that we'd act as janissaries for them. Yeah, I think we should head over to the Getting Head. I bet there'll be some points of interest to do with the conflict there as well, given... Oh yeah, they're going to be pissed. ...the status of the bar, yeah. Well, just consider that the spirits have been an institution here, whereas all the cats really do is Borg people against their will. Yeah, no, I love the spirits. I mean, I don't love them. I think they're fine, but like they contribute something of value. They provide a service. I mean, what do the cats do? I mean, the cats literally rewrote my brain, so I feel like some lingering sympathy for them, but I don't know how reliable my own thoughts are. Let's get to the friggin' to the bar. I don't have anything in pursuit. Wait, no, I have pursuit subbed by a completely appropriate startle response, so I'm probably the best driver here. I guess I'll drive the car. Yeah, you're definitely better than me. So yeah, I'll let, I'll let Adrian take over after that whole situation. So you drive well out of town toward the Get In Head bar. I want you to roll notice as you arrive. That's a pass. Critical pass. Superior matched pass, not a critical pass. Sure. So as you're looking for a place to park to get into the Get In Head under the bridge and you see the white van with spay on the side of it it is empty and actually like the most convenient parking spot is right next to it all right we leave our unmarked white van next to their marked white van yeah that's good they'll have a moment of confusion so the spay van you can't really see into the back the windows are tinted 
and you can see that the front and the back of the van are separated by a wire mesh. It's messy. It's super messy in the front of this van, and you can see maps of this town. You can see some tranquilizer darts that are just sitting on the front passenger seat, and like a net that's propped up there. The van is locked, but it's an old van. It doesn't have electric locks or anything. I mean, we're not going to break into this van right now, are we? I don't know. Are you? What value do we think there is in breaking into this van? Will we, what, 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 does it get, what does it discover for us? Zero. Zero. I think this is a bad idea. All right. I will respect your decision to not fuck with this van because we've discovered that this guy is not only overly officious, he's also just a guy. Do we want to look for him and confront him about that? Like, what's going on with you? What's if he's, he's probably in the bar if he's parked here, so we can just talk to him there. Yeah, let's head up. Although it's interesting that he can see the bar already. I mean, he's he waging a secret supernatural war against a group of magical cats. I think that he's in the know. But yeah, Tom raises an interesting point. Do we have any reason to argue with him about this? Like, do we care? No, exactly. I don't. I don't want to make an enemy of this man. I mean, I, don't, I really am not worried about making an enemy of him. He's from Canada, and he's got spay written on the side of the van, so he might try to involuntarily sterilize us. Jesus. Real talk, we can talk to him, but yeah, there's no reason to pick a fight with this guy unless he like has some secret information that we need. Uh, yeah, let's just go up to the bar. Yeah, let's go up. All right. You go up into the bar, take the small elevator. As you walk into the get-in head, you can see that the overly officious animal control guy He's sitting at the bar, and behind the bar, talking to him, seemingly friendlyly, is the captain. In the middle of pouring some Canadian club whiskey into a Tim Hortons cup that is in the animal control guy's hand. Yeah, I guess, does, does the cat, do they notice us? Unless you're surreptitiously entering, the captain is going to glance up as you walk in and nod. I will wave. Yeah, let's let's let's. Wait a minute, it. I'm gonna need to check you guys. You or him or? I think I can do it. He comes around the bar and he walks towards you. As he looks each of you up and down, he's sort of gonna sway from side to side slowly. Like it reminds you of what it's like to be on a boat at sea, but he's just doing it like by himself. And he does it for a couple of seconds looking at you, Adrian, then he nods. And then he does it to you, David, and he nods. And as he does it to Shaw, he's going to spend longer on you. And he's going to like give you like a squinty-eyed, analyzing look. And then after a moment, he's going to say, You've, you were infected before. Okay. I don't see what that has to do with anything. Nothing. It's just I can feel the imbalance, but you're fine. What would you guys like to drink? Are you testing whether I'm a replicant or a lesbian, detective? Neither of those things are my concern. I guess he hasn't seen the movies. Not a big Ridley Scott fan. Okay, um, let's just do a Midori sour. Why not? Look, uh, Captain, I, I I don't know you that well, but uh, we're both mutually acquainted with with Gigi Allen, I believe. The captain nods and kind of scoffs and he goes, yes, I know Gigi. So you know that he's been missing? He's not missing, he's drying out. What? He went to the island. The island? I, uh, that's where the Silent Forest is, right? Oh, you know about the Silent Forest. Yeah. But so 
what's he doing there? He went there. I, I spoke to the hag, and she seemed to not be so sure that he had disappeared voluntarily. The hag, she just look. She can't. She doesn't want to go out there. Her whole bullshit doesn't vibe with it. But it's a peaceful place. It's a good place. Gigi just needs to calm the fuck down, dry out a bit. I mean, I run a bar, so I'm not trying to drive out that much. But I think I don't want him shitting everywhere. He's gone out there. I brought him out there to chill out for a bit. He'll be fine. I'll go and get him later. Is there like a check we need to try to determine if he's lying or something? I mean, you could roll lie. Okay, sure. Okay, I have no idea. He is inscrutable. You are unable to scrut him. So he's uh, drying out. Is he alone? I mean, yeah, physically. In a spiritual sense, he's he's got company. Lord is with him. Well, of course, you have to hope. No, Sean, you're you're completely correct. But Captain, did did you put him there, or did he go of his own accord? That that's what I want to know here. This is not the first time I've taken him out there to dry out. He's got his demons. The forest helps. The fag hag doesn't like it because she'll lose her mojo out there. The whole place is physically, emotionally, and spiritually healing. So since David has known Gigi Allen for years and years and years, has David ever known Gigi to, to do this before? You've known him to go and disappear for brief periods of time and then reappear, but that's fairly standard right, alcoholic yeah. behavior. Okay, well, thanks for uh, letting me know, Captain. And I'll, like, signal for the others to come, like, take a, a seat with me away from the bar somewhere out of his earshot. This is the next day after your seance the night before, relatively early in the morning. There's not many people in here. It's just you guys, the captain, and the overly officious animal control officer. Oh, really? Well... So you don't think it'll be possible for us to communicate without the possibility of him eavesdropping in here? He's got music playing. You could probably whisper to each other without being overheard. Okay, well, I want to ask you guys if you if you buy that. I mean, I, I don't know their history. Doesn't sound out of character for him, does it? Yeah. It, it sounds... Very believable. I mean, if you're worried about him, we can always go, like, take a walk through the Silent Forest and just check to make sure. Yeah, well, do we have anything else? Shall we go uh, have a chat to the animal control officer? Make sure to ask him, like, what the fuck is going on with these creatures and why they're at war with the turtles. All right, yeah, we'll sidle up, take a seat. Hey, uh, you're Mr. Spay, right? He's going to like slowly turn to you and look at you up and down. He's kind of unshaven and he's wearing his sunglasses inside the building. And he's going to open his mouth and say, That's my truck. My truck's Spay. As he opens his mouth and speaks, you can see his teeth are like yellowed and slightly bloody. And you can smell fresh meat coming from him his front shirt pocket looks wet as if he's got something wet inside it he's wearing like something that looks like an animal control officer's outfit khaki shorts and like 
button-up shirt with a pocket, but it doesn't have any uh, markings or insignia on it. He's wearing a hat, which looks like it's had the patch ripped off it. So what's your name, then? Felix. Uh-huh. How long you been here, Felix? Too long. It's happening again. Is that... It's just like what happened at Moose Bay. I think Moose Bay might have been before my time. Can you give me a little more here? Yeah, he takes a drink and looks up at tunes. It spreads. It changes people. It makes them erratic. It gets worse when there's magic. Are you talking about the cats? The cats. Carriers. Okay. All right. Do you know what happened to the head of the clouder? Probably taken first, but it doesn't matter. No. Well, taken where? Taken. Taken control. Chester can get in any way it wants. Get in. Get in what? Get in where? I thought I got them all. I must have got on a fishing boat or one of those on a ferry or something. I should have come earlier. I shouldn't have spread this fast. All right. What do you know about the booty booties? What? Or the booty spirits? Oh, the turtles. Not much. My job is to deal with animals that break the natural order. But the booties are a low priority. And besides, they are so old. It seems a pity to mess with them now, considering they aren't causing a fuss. Besides, I don't like the taste of reptile. What? <laughs> Wait, I mean, you like the taste of cat? What? It's not my favorite. Higher order predators have a bitterness to them, but you do what you must. Couldn't you just not eat them? It's the only way to be sure. Really? What you must. Wait, 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 wait. So you're going around like to these animals that have an infectious parasite that spreads the, like, the Katoran hive mind or whatever, and you're just fucking shoveling them into your mouth? Do what we must. You, you mustn't do that! I've had it before. And then you look at Sean. You've had it before. Yeah, I'll give you that so one. You know what it's like to have Chester inside you. I mean, not in the same way you have, no. Listen, it's just the way I operate. It's natural. It's the food chain. I must be the alpha predator. Overly officious animal control officer eats steak. Only if the cow is unnatural. So do you just starve to death if there's no unnatural creatures you around you? You need to eat it. It's duty. But you just said only if it's unnatural. I'm otherwise flexitarian. Nice. <laughs> Good. So Thank part of you. being a, like a con artist is making people feel like you respect them, and I'm not going to do that here. I mean, I feel like this guy probably is performing an important social function by like yeah, I respect the hell out of this the guy. creatures from taking over all of humanity with the parasite. But like, I don't think Adrian actually appreciate the importance of maintaining the masquerade. In- I mean, like mind controlling people is is just not cool. That's actually true. Like these cats are just doing it to any random person instead of like. You know, it's not like they're joining a cult. It's just, it's not, it's not their decision to commit to doing the stupid thing. So yeah, I, I support this guy now. Yeah, great guy. 
Well, anyways, the police are looking for you. They they say that you're practicing animal control without a license, whatever that means. I didn't mean to come here. It's This is in my country, but I can't let it spread here. But the police, yeah, they don't want me. I think they're infected. They're all infected. The town's infected. It's gone too far. I was too late. And that's why I'm drinking. I don't think the police are infected. I think that they've just figured out that you're driving a van with spay written on it, and yet you're not actually a veterinarian. Spay is maybe over the top. Spay is more figurative than literal. I don't think the police see it that way. I'm not asking you to justify it to me. I'm telling you why law enforcement doesn't see eye to eye with your secret operation. Yeah, you broke one of their written laws. This is not some like metaphysical transgression you're being gone after for. Fine. So what? You gonna turn me in? No. I don't like inform on people to the squares unless they harm me personally. And frankly, you seem to be on the same side as us. We were just advising you that you know maybe like practice a little tradecraft now and then. They haven't got me yet. No, but they know what your van looks like. Get a license plate and everything. And they haven't got me yet. That's because you're sitting in a secret bar that no one else can... They're going to get your van because you fucking left it parked on the street. Uh, on the bridge. Under the bridge. It's tucked away. Okay, so it's a little less conspicuous. You said that, like, this parasite couldn't infect anyone who'd already been infected, right? Usually. Okay, so why don't you just, instead of spreading the magical toxoplasmosis, just release a strain that's more powerful and also not connected to the hive mind so that people just get that instead, and it immunizes them from the bad one. It's how they killed the screw fly. I'm not some kind of biologist. I, I understand that. I understand that you don't actually have like any credentials whatsoever to do what you do, and that's fine. Neither do I. I am by the province of Ontario to provide services. To control the animals. Fine, but you're not if you're not really controlling them. You're just chasing them and shooting them, probably with a captive bolt pistol or something. I'm suggesting maybe that your strategy was fine for like the first I don't know six months or whatever, but it's clearly gotten out of hand. And there's a more effective pest control plan that you could just adopt if you like you know how to do this. Well, no, you have to actually. Go find someone who actually has a degree in biology and being a vet and stuff like that. This isn't your ordinary toxoplasmosis. Yeah, I understand that it's not the ordinary toxoplasmosis, which is why I'm suggesting that you replace it with the ordinary toxoplasmosis by spreading that instead. Because you just verified that there's no possibility of reinfection once you have one of them. He's going to look thoughtful for a moment. As I look at you, and then like slowly sip his spiked Tim Hortons coffee, and then he'll turn to you and say, I think that's actually a good idea. I'm going to look into this for the next one. Yeah, well, listen, we all have the same goal as you, which is to not be borged into a, a big mandala by a thinking parasite inside the brains of cats. And we don't want the turtles to get exterminated because they're like a cheap as free source of inspiration from the divine. They are very beautiful creatures. Wait, you 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 wouldn't um, you wouldn't hurt the booty spirits, would you? I would, but I'm not planning to. Okay, 
I guess we'll take that for now. Well, this has been very enlightening, certainly. I think we should make a trip to the island. I'd like to check in on Gigi. Yeah. And I've heard the forest can be very beautiful if you approach it in the right way. I mean, sure, but how are we going to get out there? Well, is is there... Uh, I don't really understand how this island works. Like, I get that we're on a bay, and there's an island out in the bay. Is the island known to the mundane authorities, or is it like the Gen Head? It's secret. Are you going to ask the captain? Yeah, I'll go ask the captain about how we reach the Silent Forest. The captain kind of sighs and says, look, Gigi's going to be back soon enough. I'll go and get him when he's done. See, that strikes me as faintly suspicious, Captain. You know I'm one of Gigi's closest friends. But why do you need to go out there? Like, it's a quiet place. Exactly. It, it intrigues me spiritually as well. It's not a simple matter of going out there on a ferry. It's protected from outside observation. I know the way to get there, but right now this town is it's off balance. It's off keel. It's in danger of sinking, especially if what this guy says is true. I, I need to make sure that there will be a town, there will be anything to come back to. I don't want to leave right now. So you're saying that we, we can't travel there without a, a, a charger? What? No. It, you can travel there. You just need to know the way. I know the way. The booties know the way. All right. Well, look, Captain, I understand that in a time like this, the town can definitely use you here. I'll uh, I'll stop bothering you. Listen, is it just you? No, no. It would. It, I would have to bring my friends. Okay. I. I'm. He's not. I don't think he's ready yet. I don't think he's finished. You can wait a few days, and I'm going to go out there anyway. Uh, I can take you then, or you could try to ask the booties for help, or if you can find your own boat, I could give you instructions to reach the island. When when you go, Captain, just just give me a call, and I'll glance to the others for their approval. But are we all all good to make a trip with the captain? I'm fine with doing that. Yeah. So yes, Captain, we'll, we'll we'll travel with you when you you go to pick up our friend. All right. I'll look at the others. Do we have anything else that we need to do? We've heard that the leader of this cult is probably some kind of heretic. This guy is basically being targeted by the larger larger organization for deletion, which, I mean, honestly, sounds like a pretty good thread to develop if we want to get revenge on him, deal with him. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of what we can do more immediately that will help develop this thread. Can we just open up Facebook and type in Daphne Lee and look for Daphne Lee's in Chicago? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, check Facebook and Twitter, see if we can find anybody. Are you going to search Daphne Lee into Google? Sure. The Google seems to lag a little bit as you're getting results, but you do find an article, a Vice magazine article, about some kind of new religious organization called the sect of the naked goddess. The article itself is a bunch of interviews with various people associated with the group. The article seems to be big on speculation about how it's 
Chicago sex cult of some kind, and these are the rumors that are about it. For example, they are said to engage in group sex acts with mystical meaning. There are mentions of a porn-producing company called Pagan Video, but every time the reporter tries to get closer to the de- like the reality of it, they get stonewalled. And their name definitely is mentioned as someone who is said to be a leader of the cult or the new religious movement, but the reporter fails to find where Daphne Lee is. There is a sort of ominous addendum to the article that the information of the article is of um, speculative nature and not subject to libel. Interesting. Okay, so she's the leader of the real cult, presumably? Yeah, we should try to get in touch. I don't know that we should. I think we've already got a contact within the organization. I've had pretty much exactly as much interaction as I want to have with them. I'm a little worried that like our interaction with them hasn't been super friendly so far, and I'd rather we not be in the area of effect when they come down on Splinter Group. Yeah. They, they want the VHS tape. They don't even seem that concerned about the old MP4 that we have of the other one. Remember one of the things that was in the archive uh, thread on the image board that you searched for was someone said it was apocryphal. All right, so they're trying to, like, counsel of Nakia out all the tapes that they don't like. Oh, that's probably why this is a heretical sect, because it worships tapes that the other people don't like. Now, remember, your objective is to humiliate Woody. So what can you do to help them on those lines other than the possession plan? No, no, you're right. We do need to... Because I, I like where we're going, but it doesn't, it doesn't quite address the original goal. I mean, I don't... I have like a super deep understanding of how the cult works at this point, like apart from just having weird sex all the time. If only there was someone who might have more information about the inner workings of the Creative Cum that was not currently with the Creative Cum, someone with more information than Adrian. Yeah, fuck Brock. Brock really have that much more information than me, though? He seemed like kind of a fucking idiot. That is true, but he is <laughs> he did. one of the people from the yearbook so it would have been in there for a long time much longer than you that's true unless the cat's like trying to assassinate him in the prison i doubt he's going to be in there for that long yeah we could just bail him out or pick him up we have to be careful though because he might try to spread the infection to us i can go then since it's not going to spread to me yeah that's a good idea sean maybe you should go check in on brock so you drive into town to where the police station is and sean is going to go inside what are you going to say uh, I'll go up to the booking desk and I'll say, hey, I was told you have a guy here named Brock last name. Does he have a bail posted? Well, he was just, he was causing a disturbance, uh, but there's lots of disturbances going on right now. Well, you want to take him off our hands? Yeah, I was going to make sure he can at least go to sleep in his own bed tonight. All right, because this guy was acting very inappropriately in public. I don't know if he's on something or if he's drunk, uh, but we'd rather he was out of here. We have other problems at the moment. So you're going to take him back to his home? Yeah, I'm just going to take him right back to his home, stay with him until he cools down a little bit. All right. Can I have your name, please? And contact details. Sean Beach, and I will provide a cell phone number. All right, Mr. Beach. 
yeah, if you want to take this guy off our, ha our hands, we're happy to get, we'll hand him over to you for the time being. This is not a usual procedure, but yeah, he's not technically been charged with anything at this point. So Brock is going to emerge, and he's still, he's looking around like wild-eyed, walking a bit cock-legged, because you can tell he still has a massive erection, but he's sort of not really paying attention to it. He sees you and goes, who the fuck are you? Hey, Brock. Uh, you might not remember me from earlier, but I'm one of Adrian's friends named Sean. And he's going to look at you and say, hey, you, 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 you had it inside you too. Uh, for a certain value of it, yeah, that's about right. I have a message from Chester. Oh, okay. What's, how's Chester? Doing well. He oh, grabs his head. It's like, it's hard to, I don't like it. It's, I think he said, he wants something about killing the turtles and he'll help you. Oh, he wants to kill the turtles? Says that, oh God, this, this. Freshwater Bay is his. It's his now, but he he'll help you deal with your enemies if you can help him deal with his. Okay, buddy. It looks. I can tell that's really seems like it's really giving you a headache. So let's just get you in the car and get you home, and then we can talk more about Chester's plan. Okay. 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 Because we probably don't want to be distraught talking about the magical animal war. In the middle of the police station. Good call. All right, so let's hustle him out. I'm assuming, I don't know if you guys want to come with and stay in the car. Or if I've just borrowed a car from one of you guys to drive him. Do we know how infectious the parasite is? Like, it's it can't be just spread airborne, can it? You'll get it from touching cats, usually. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm probably okay to, to, to drive with you, Sean. All right. Thank you, David. We're going to have to make direct contact with this guy sooner or later anyway. Yeah, fair enough. But I'll, I'll like, if you're going to drive, I'll sit in the back seat with him. Keep him focused. Yeah, good okay. call. Good call. So some of the cats were saying that Chester was with the turtles, and I wasn't sure if that meant he'd been captured by them. No. How would they capture him? I mean, I don't really know how they can command a cheer squad of oracles so there's a lot of things about this whole situation i don't it, know i'm afraid it, how would they couldn't capture chester he's i mean they'd have to how would they get every single cat and person that's got chester inside them oh when you put it that way it looks like i was not really putting all the dots together i'm going to turn to david at this point and just fill him in oh yeah it turns out that chester actually wants to assassinate the buoy spirits and he's going to help us out with our quote-unquote enemies if we lend him a hand on that. Right. Well, is this an alliance that we want to make? Uh, hold on, Brock. Are, are you no longer a member of the Creed? He's going to start weeping again. They, they kicked me out. They said it. They kicked me out. I, I, I can't do it with it inside me. I just pet the cat. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I remember you you telling us about this from the cop car. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I couldn't hear you so well. Brock's not really able to choose his own side at this point. Well, I think that in terms of forming an alliance with the cats, we should consult with Adrian on that. I'm not sure 
how I feel about this plan. Uh, I mean, I agree, but I think I know what Adrian's already going to say, and I don't disagree. I feel like that's just going to siding with the cats at this point is just going to leave the the whole city burned out. Right. Well, um, listen, Brock. Uh, why don't uh, Why don't I drop you somewhere uh, where we're really happy to help you out? I have, um, I don't have and... anywhere to go. I've been with the cult. Take, I've take been it. with the creed for so long. Silence, because that's a place that like negates all the supernatural influences, right? Oh yeah, you're right. It's a place of healing. They said maybe they can flush the toxoplasmosis out of a system. I'll, I'll put him up. I'll put him up at my house until then. Maybe your just suggestion. Maybe we put him at Sean Beach's house because he's he's the one who's immune. If our friend here pisses all over everything. We're golden. We don't have to worry about you again. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. definitely be golden if he pisses over everything. But nice. uh, does does Sean, does Sean have a house? I feel like I probably live in an apartment, so I've at least got a couch he can crash on. Yeah, because he could totally just like give me toxoplasmosis while I'm asleep or something. So we're all agreed that we're not making alliance with these cats, right? Yeah, just because um, these people don't seem to really respect boundaries yeah i'm i'm something of an individualist myself okay so yeah if sean's okay with that then uh we'll await the call from the captain one last thing's gonna happen like the captain is gonna call you up and he's gonna say it uh, there has been a change of plans and he's gonna go a bit earlier he's gonna leave felix in charge of the getting ahead for a temporary period that he's been specifically requested to go out there to pick up Gigi early. And he's happy for us to come with him? Yeah, he's happy, but you won't have to get down to the pier. Okay, I'll call everyone else. We'll gather the team and we'll we'll go down. Town, the town is continuing to deteriorate. There are cats pretty much everywhere. It's like a low-level riot condition in lots of parts of this town. There's been more police checkpoints and things set up. You get around all that and get to the pier without too much difficulty. But you are being followed. Well, in that case, we need to not go directly to the pier. Uh, yeah. And you guys would definitely have a better handle on evading a tail than I would. The car that's behind you is... It looks like it's a taxi. That's strange. Who do we see inside of it? There's a blonde woman with her hair up, dressed in... A very revealing red dress driving the taxi. This is probably the cultist who's going to deliver our, our package. We can test this. Why don't we just pull over somewhere, and if she pulls over and says, hey, I got a package for you, then it's legit. Yeah, seems good. Let's do that. As you pull over to the side of the road, the taxi comes up beside you, winds down her window. She has a package in her hand. She's handing it over. I will take it off her. She looks you straight in the eye and says, ass to ass, and then drives away. Wait. All right. What just happened? It's a reference to a film called Requiem for a Dream. Oh, okay. Wow. What a, you know what? Now that, that's, that's what I call a happy ending. I'm going to wait to open this package because something tells me I'm not going to like it. All right. Fair enough. You're holding on to the package. You are driving to the pier, and you can see the cap in his boat, a decommissioned Coast Guard cutter. 
you can see him standing next to the boat in conversation with one of the booty booties. He waves at you as you arrive. Hail. Well, let's get on board. The captain is eager to make a quick departure, so he starts steaming away from the pier. As you're glancing back, the booty spirits up on the uh, beach, and they're being surrounded by the booty booties, um, but you can't really get a good glimpse. It's going to take a couple of hours to get there, so you don't know where you're going, but you do notice that the captain does make a number of strange turns. It's like a very complicated direction, but you can't see any reason why he'd do that. It's just empty water. But he seems to know what he's doing. You are waiting to arrive at the island when the captain will suddenly call down to you. I think you guys need to see this. I can't go past him. Okay, we will come up on the deck. As you come up on the deck, you see something on the water that David recognizes immediately. Jesus Christ is standing on the water with his arms out with bleeding palms, and he seems to be somehow blocking your way. Lord, you have come at last. The Lord is going to raise his hands, eat of my flesh, drink of my blood, for I am life. Um, you did do a lot, so I'm going to say this is an intense milestone for all the information you've learned. Should I give you that, or is it too? You have to do stuff first. My, I think it's got to be minor. Yeah, we didn't really do anything. Yeah, it's a petty milestone. All right, who rolled last time? Was it Heron? I think I rolled last time. Yeah. All right, uh, Melon, Melon, you should do it this time. What number should I roll? Uh, one d ten plus five. Cool. All right, and we got nine this time. 